Blog Talk Radio. September day, the sun from the dawning began to warm her face, and her heart is fair. Heart is fair. Trust is everywhere. <laughs> Majestically she rose, her torch showed us the way. Everyone is welcome to a new American day. Lady cry. Everybody, sing it out. 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and that was The Day the Lady Cried by our guest, music artist John Vento, who I will be talking to very shortly. But just let me tell you about him for a moment. He is best known as the front man for the High Energy Rhythm and Blues Group, the Needs Hotel Band, and NHB is quite a collection of great players that has built a stellar reputation for killer original music and live performances. Away from the band, Vento focuses on creating introspective brooding recordings that reach deep and sometimes dark places. His fans relish the blend of eclectic influences delivered with raw emotions, which he masterfully shared in his 2019 release, Love, Lust, and Other Wreckage. Sounds like one of my books. An almost all-true autobiographical story of his love life and how it had been affected by his first love to stage. John's story of love, lust, and other records was so artistically crafted that it gained the attention of renowned playwright lyricist Amy Hartman. Her rendition of his saga has been shared as a stage play featuring music from the album. There is a video clip from that premiere on YouTube, and it is here on the show so go, come, don't go now ladies and gentlemen do not leave this show you're going to miss it if you do you wait till after helping to engineer the journey through his love story or his core of collaborators including a few of Pittsburgh's best known artists and musician producer David Gren I'm going to probably massacre his name and I probably mm-hmm. a Granati songwriter yep. Bruce and singer songwriter Cheryl Lane Hawk Carolina Hawk. I can't talk tonight, John. I'm so sorry. Other contributors okay. on the set are stellar Pittsburgh musicians Cheryl Renovato, Jaffo Simmons, mm-hmm. Bob Featherland, Willie Fry, as well as a few of David, David's talented family members, Joey, Hermie, and Jules. Of course, it's purely logical that Vento would find a great following in this town. His steely resistance to catarization is the very essence and backbone of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I just want to know one thing. First of all, welcome to the show, John, and where have you been all of my life? <laughs> I have been in Pittsburgh. That's the reason that uh, we've never talked before. So <laughs> there you go. I, can, I see that. When Michael Stover, God love him, he and I have been partners in crime and getting musicians out there for the last eight years. He sent me your bio. He sent me some songs. And then he sends the one I played tonight. And as soon as I heard that song, I said, Self, 9-11 is around the corner. What better way to start remembering than that song? Please tell me the history of that song because that song hurt my heart. Well, the history does go back to 2001. Um, In the fall of 2001, I was working on an acoustic album with my dear friend who we actually just recently lost, Buddy Hall, who's a producer here in Pittsburgh. And, of course, the the crisis and the tragedy of 9-11 occurred. And a week later, I was in the studio and had the words written but uh, didn't really have any music, and I kind of sang some ideas, and and Buddy just picked up a guitar, and I'll never forget what he said. You mean it goes like this? And and it was one of those magical situations. So I actually uh, recorded the song in 2001. In, in um, I think we finished it in October, November, and it had a banjo, and it was acoustic, and uh, same melody, same lyrics. But uh, for the 10th anniversary of... Um, of 9-11, the Needs Hotel band, my my band, uh, decided um, to re-record it with the full band, uh, drums, saxophone, keyboards, and it was uh, rearranged by uh, Tim Hadley, and we had a guest female vocalist on the song, Rhonda Zigarelli, who's a well-known local singer here in Pittsburgh, and so that's the version that you just played, the the most recent version, but the song's actually 20 years old. It's hard to believe, you know? I think for all of us, it's hard to believe that it was it is, 20 it, years it ago. Ha- yeah, it seems like it just happened yesterday. And I'm going to tell yep. you, because I am an artist and an author, when I heard that song, the visuals were so strong in my head, I got chill bumps. 
thank you so much. Um, I, well, what can I say? Coming from you, uh, I truly do appreciate it because isn't that what we all try to do is use the printed word to create imagery for the, for the reader and the listener? Um, it is. So we'll, I can just see Lady Liberty bending down on one knee, holding her head in her hands with tears, running into yeah. the Hudson River, and the, and the light of, of freedom just dragging in the water. Yeah. Yeah, it was certainly a horrible day. And, uh, wow, especially with the recent events in the world, you just wonder what the hell we accomplished in 20 years. <laughs> you know? Amen. Yeah. I, I don't think we accomplished anything except nothing. I, I, in fact, when we started pulling out of Afghanistan, when I, when I saw that, I'm very vocal on my Facebook page, and I, I have acquired some dissenters. But the, I posted the picture of them trying to leave in planes, and I said, yep, history has repeated itself again. The fall of Saigon has happened again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. You know, I uh, boy, it, it's um, it's just sad for our great nation that you know, 20 years and so much uh, tragic loss and families that were destroyed, uh, and our great servicemen and women that paid the price. And damn, yeah, it's it's actually quite depressing. My, my wife uh, has been really struggling with this emotionally. As I'm sure a lot of people. Yeah, yeah just, and a lot, a lot of veterans have because they're saying, "What happened here? Yeah. Yeah. Did our sacrifice not mean anything?" Well, and were we fed lies for 20 years by all these so-called military people and political leaders yep. and everything? Oh man, yep. we're making great progress. It's going great. Oh, really? And yeah, in 11 right. days, 20 yeah, years okay. worth of, uh, right. Yeah. And, and again, so anyhow. Uh, on, on, the same, on the same parallel path as Vietnam, is a, it was a war we didn't know how to fight. We are not um, guerrilla warfare fighters. No, and that's, we're not. That's, um, they were guerrilla warfare fighters. And I reckon <laughs> Afghanistan, they fight guerrilla warfare. That's what they do. Yeah, we don't. Um, but I'm happy yeah, it is note, quite ironic. It it is very I'm ironic. So, history history yeah. did repeat itself. Yeah, I just just a month ago I released a uh, uh, away from the band. I, I kind of did it with different musicians, but I released the cover version of uh, of for what it's worth, the great Buffalo Springfield song. Ooh. You know, for uh, something happening here. And in the video, which you'll have to see when you get a chance, I toggle between events, current events, and events of the past. For example, and, that, and this was all before the whole uh, Afghanistan thing in the past three weeks that we did, did this video. It was about six weeks ago. Um, you know, the Afghanistan thing versus uh, Vietnam. And then the race riots of the 60s, repeated by the race riots of last year. You have the coronavirus epidemic, and people forget the fear that the AIDS epidemic, how it swept the yep. nation. Um, yep. And so I toggle, uh, oh, the political upheaval of 2020 and the ugliness in the campaign and, the, and so on, and the political upheaval of 1968 with Humphrey and Nixon which yep. if people would understand. And the theme of the video is that if you don't learn from history, you're going to repeat it, right? Over and um, over again. Yes. So that's, uh, like I said, I released that cover version of For What It's Worth, and we've received mostly positive feedback on the video. Some folks um, just thought it was too graphic. But that's the reality of what we're dealing with here. And and when people so, say it's graphic, what that tells me is they walk around with their head in the sand. Yeah, they're just not being real. I am so, a realist. Yep, yep. 
So, but and anyhow, thank you for opening your show with our song. I, uh, well, you're, you're welcome. Uh, we have some more to play of your songs to play as well. But what I oh. want to know, I want to know about John Vento. I want to know how long you've been in this madness. And you got to love it or you got to hate it. There's no in between. And, right. <laughs> <clears throat> and but what it's done for you personally as well as professionally, because you, you, when I when I read your blend of eclectic influences, and and your stuff goes to dark places, I'm going. This is a man I can sit down and have a conversation with because he <laughs> sounds like my male counterpart. Yeah, well, in my world of music, I do have uh, I, I do have a split personality. The one personality which I really enjoy is when I'm with my band, the Needs Hotel Band, which is a seven-piece rock and roll R&B outfit of just great players, great guys, and a live show for us is nothing but fun. Um, right. We, we do a lot of original music, and we work hard. We're very serious about our music, but it's fun. Um, and then when I'm away from the band and I go to the studio and I write – for whatever reason, I get uh, a little darker, a little more serious, a lot more sparse. You know, I, I don't need to have two bands. I already got one great band. So <laughs> when I work on stuff away from the band, the production and the arrangement and everything is just, it's just significantly scaled back. And the lyrical content becomes the driving force of the material. So uh, I, I enjoy it because I, uh, you know, my live performances with the band and the stuff like this, Day the Lady Cry, you just heard the, every member of the Needs Hotel Band is featured on that. The sax solo, the keyboard solo, the, the drums, you know. Uh, so it's, as you could tell by listening to the song, we have some really great players. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They did not miss us. And then I do some duo and trio stuff with uh, a good friend of mine, Bob Zigarelli, and you mentioned Cheryl Ann Hawk. Uh, we do uh-huh. some duo and trio acoustic stuff, which uh, is very cool, too. So you're just an all-around, you are an all-around eclectic artist. You have the ability to move from genre to genre and from place to place almost seamlessly and even in writing that's hard for a lot of authors to do I do it because the voices in my head won't shut up and it sounds like you have the same challenge the the, the lyrical voices in your head won't shut up either so you gotta you gotta let them all talk when they're ready yeah yeah that's a great way to put it I, I think you know I do have limitations with my voice I, I'm not exactly a, a singer with all this range you know so I guess the common thread, thread stylistically is that I'm probably going to always, you know, I'll be in the range, in the genres of rock and roll and um, folk and, and that kind of thing. Um, but I just try to apply them with different textures, if you will. I love you know, it. So it, it just allows me to do that. So it's, it's, it's fulfilling. And isn't that why we do what we do? Well, I... I have to do it because if I don't, then those voices drive me crazy. So, yeah, it's, it's fulfilling. It's gratifying. It's also keeping. Yeah. <laughs> it's healthy. You know, I had a, a very, very dear friend who's a great artist. He's He is a true, true artist. He lives and breathes it 24-7. Uh, and he always said to me, great artists are very selfish. You have to be selfish to create. You have to create what your vision is, and you can't let anybody else influence it. And that's called originality. That is so you know so that kind of sticks with me. Yep. And you're and he was he is right because I have a certain way of writing true crimes, which is not like any other true crime author. So if you read the Anne Rules of the World or the other true crime authors, mm-hmm. their books are so sanitized that you really don't get to the heart of the matter, which is the victims. Mine, on the other hand, are so raw that I have had people tell me, Yvonne, why did you write such garbage? Well, it's, oh, wow. it's, a, it's about the victims. 
it's not about their their favorite cat or their favorite dog or their first boyfriend. It's about what happened to them. Right, right. So, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I really get yeah. it. Yeah. You strike you strike a nerve, right? I do, I do. But then I do the shock factor anyway, just because I can. <laughs> it well, me. well, and that's how it should be to get. You know, if you're going to sanitize things and serve up vanilla ice cream all the time, you're certainly not going to make much of an impact in the world. No, you're not. You absolutely and and you are making an impact, my friend. I found out something about you that you are a mentor of sorts. That you have a little—I don't want to say a little—but you have mm-hmm. a. Oh, I don't want to say company. It's not really a company. But you do something called Sing More Creative, where you mentor up-and-coming artists. And that is such a wonderful, wonderful thing. Tell me about this and how you got well, into it. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say that I mentor artists, but I will say that we at Steamworks create a venue for artists to develop especially young artists, which is where our heart is, to give them a stage and, and, uh, and a microphone. So uh, it, it's just, Steamworks Creative is just simply a community listening room. And when we say listening room, we mean the telephones are shut off. There's no ball games on the, te- on the television. Uh, the focus is on the performer. And the respect is with uh, the performer and the audience. So um, it is exactly what it, what it uh we call it a community listening room. That means folks that come there are there to listen and enjoy the performance, mostly music, but we have comedy. Uh, we've had spoken word. We had a, a, a community play. It's a very small venue. It only seats 50 people, and it's all donation-based, uh, BYOB, so it's not a bar. Uh, people bring their own food. They bring their own uh, drinks, and uh, – we, we scratch and claw to survive, <laughs> to be quite blunt. And, uh, of course, during COVID, that was uh, – and we're still feeling during COVID. I, you know, we talk like it's behind us, but it certainly isn't. Um, so that's, that's what it is. And, you know, it, it's – I get way too much credit for this, and I have to tell you, if you could meet our volunteer st- – we have an all-volunteer staff. We have people that are there every night opening the doors, cleaning the place, setting up the PA. Well, the PA is in-house, you know, the sound system. People that really, really care and love it. Um, We have a person that does all of our marketing, uh, Kim, who handles the website at Steamworks Creative and all the social media. And and she's an IT manager, and she's got a busy job, you know, every day. So it's turned into like an extended family, and it has been a true blessing. Uh, it's also created some stress because, you know, you got to pay the rent. you got to pay the bills. Right. Um, and so far, after three and a half years, we, we've made it, and we're going to continue to make it. Um, I don't always know how, <laughs> uh, but I just know that we will. <laughs> well, the, so. I learned a long time ago when, when you do the right thing, the resources are provided. When you do the right thing for the right reasons, the resources are provided. Isn't that true? And and faith can go a long, long way. Absolutely. Uh, and I, you know, I, I'm a faithful person, and I'm also an optimist. So you know, I just kind of, I just believe it's going to happen. You know, I I try not to be reckless, <laughs> even though sometimes I'm sure there's lots of folks that probably look at me and say, you know, that that maybe I take too many risks. But Steamworks has been a tremendous blessing. It really has. Well, you know, if it wasn't for us risk takers, a lot of things would never be done. Yeah, this is true, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm very, all about taking risks. Very true. And since we're on this trajectory, and before we segue <laughs> into one of your and mine's favorite passions, I want to <laughs> open the segue with one of your songs because when I heard this song, thing that I live by, 
Because if I, like you, if I did not have my faith, there's a lot of things in life I would not have gotten through. I would probably have blown my brains out 10 times over. So I'm going to play this song, and then I want to talk about one of your and my favorite passions. You got it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, music artist, John Bento. I don't know where this artist has been all of my life, but I do know that he (laughs) is going places. Watch for him in the top 100 charts and winning awards. I'm telling you, it happens from this show. We will be right back after this song, Let God Drive. What a friend we have in Jesus. Let's go. 
gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest music artist, John Vinto, and that was his song, Let God Drive. John, briefly, we touched on it. Both of us are persons of faith. How did that mm-hmm. song come out? Well, it, it um, actually goes back a few years. I had multiple procedures on my vocal cords. I had two surgeries, and I was struggling to speak let alone singing. And uh, my wife and I would go to church, and um, at the end of church, we would, she would actually ask folks to pray for me, for my healing, and she would say to them, and when, he, when he's able to sing again, he promised me he's going to record a gospel song. And, of course, I'm thinking to myself at that time, uh, I'll be lucky if I can talk again, let alone sing again. Well, uh, the months went by, and uh, we we had some healing, and I made some progress, and I wanted to fulfill my promise to my wife. Uh, she loves Jesus, <laughs> and uh, I'm right there with her, and so that that's a gift for her. Um, Let God drive, and it was co-written, co-written by a good friend of mine, Matt Wolferth, who's also an author. He's a writer. And he has shared some of his talent through lyrics. And uh, David Granati, who you mentioned earlier, was a big part of that song. So that's how it came about. I tell you, in, in this age of insanity and stupidity and faithlessness, if we don't let God drive and if we don't understand, he is always in the driver's seat. And we can change absolutely nothing because he's in charge <laughs> We'll worry ourselves into an early grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's well said. You know, but we also have free will, and uh, I think the Lord allows us to make decisions and allows us to make mistakes, and, and sometimes bad things happen, you know? That is true. So I think if we do, if we do keep our eye on what the Gospels have taught us, I think we would all be happier and more loving and more peaceful in every way, in every single way. Absolutely well stated. And that brings me all the way full circle. Before you and I went live, we had a short conversation about yet another common interest we have together, and that is both of our families have some of the most wonderful, unique children in them. And I don't say that um, a child is challenged or handicapped because we're all challenged or handicapped in some way. I live in a right-handed world. I'm left-handed. I feel when I get tired and I can't, my brain doesn't work when I get tired or, or my words are tripping over my brain trying to get out. And so to say that someone is challenged is silly because we're all challenged. Yep. But yet we have these wonderful... We have these wonderful, unique children in our lives. And, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about the label, and I use that term loosely because I hate labels, of autism. Now, when I use the word autism, I don't use it in a demeaning way. I use it in these children are so brilliant, so creative. So outside of the box, I want to crawl in their head. Yep. <clears throat> Tell me about your wonderful child. Well, I do not have an autistic, uh, I don't have a child on the spectrum, but I have um, nephews, a godson. I have a grandson who's on the spectrum. And, um, it, you know, as you know, Autism is detected now and diagnosed in one of 50 newborn babies. Right. It wasn't that long ago, 30 years ago. It was one in 5,000. So think about that for a second. But on to the positive. Uh, We have an organization here 
in, um, in our town called Band Together Pittsburgh, which I'm a member of. And we have such a wonderful team and a wonderful board. And, and we create music programs for folks that are on the autism spectrum. Uh, and music programs includes open stage where they can come up and perform. We train them to become DJs, professional DJs. We have drum circles, therapeutic drum circles. We have a program uh, that we call Autism Talent Search, where we, um, we film them, make like a professional video, and turn them into a star. Uh, wow. So it, it's, you know, we, like you said, we don't call them special needs or we don't say there's anything. There isn't anything wrong. This is how God created these beautiful people. We say they're just differently able. They're just different from what society calls the norm. Well, maybe they're the normal ones and we're the weirdos, right? Uh, (laughs) So it it is such a blessing, the talent, the creativity, the love. My my buddy Moondog, who's the co-founder of our organization, he likes to say, until you've been around somebody that's on the autism spectrum, you've never really known what love is all about. And, of course, that's true with, with kids that are Down syndrome the love that they they exude. Um, So anyhow, this organization, Band Together Pittsburgh, is only, uh, wow, we're approaching our fifth or sixth year. I don't even remember. We didn't really have an official start date. Uh, There were no committees, no scientific research. uh, You know, no, no, uh, we didn't hire any consultants to tell us what to do. We just started having fun and sharing music with some people that we knew that were on the spectrum. And it just, it just, that's how it all came about. <laughs> so and do you, it has been you know, a blessing. Do you, and, and you and I, again, talked briefly, and, and I told you about my brother and my, my two grandsons who have taught me way more than I could ever teach them. Do you find that true in your life with your grandson and your oh nephew? They taught you so much. It's it's not yes absolutely you know I want to answer your question directly every minute that you're around these incredible people you learn something the other thing that's important is you learn how to deal one on one because they call it the spectrum because of all those colors and the fact that no two of these folks are alike so Correct. it's so it's very important that. You listen carefully and you respond accordingly to be able to communicate with folks that are on the spectrum. For example, my cousin, TJ, he's a real black and white kind of person. I can't joke around with TJ uh, because he might get offended or he might get hurt. So I have Uh to be very, very precise in my communication. Then I got my buddy Justin, who's one of our Band Together board members, and he's a sound engineer and a musician. Uh, Justin and I go back and forth, and we make fun of each other all day long. He loves it. I'm the butt of most of his jokes, you know? <laughs> so, no, it's true, but, but the point I'm making is they're on the, you know, these folks are on the spectrum because they're so different. They're different from one another, and I think that's just such a beautiful thing. It, it, it makes us mature and gives us an opportunity to grow and uh, realize what a what a blessing they are in this world. I know they're a blessing in my life, and I can tell you that everybody involved with Band Together Pittsburgh feels that way. Everybody. And, and does it also make if if people look at it that way that that these beautiful gifted children are are individually different in their own way? Mm-hmm. Then we take it back and go, oh. Wait a minute. I've been trying to lump everybody out there in my circle or in my general area or in in the United States in a box. I've been trying to say, well, we're all the same. No, none of us are the same. No, nobody is. But you fall into that rut, you know, because people in general might look similar or they might act similarly. They may speak similarly, but when you're dealing with autism and folks on the spectrum, it's very clear and very obvious that it's, it's uh, but like I said, we call them differently abled. And, I love uh, that. Love it. Yeah, that's our little saying. 
<laughs> differently abled. With with one of my grandchildren, my daughter, like you, has to be very specific with her son. Now, now this child is is extremely intelligent. In fact, she says, "Mama, some days he he the things that come out of his mouth are because they're a so profound, they're so well thought out, and it's right scary hearing from a I think he's twelve now such sage wisdom advice and him that young." Right. And you just sit there and go, what? I don't even think that deep, and I'm a deep thinker. But his his world is black and white. Right. And the, the, the younger one, his world is a little more complicated to really explain things to him. And if you leave to go somewhere... You have to explain to him that you will be right. back, that you're not yep. leaving forever, and you have to be very specific in your journey with him because he gets anxious. Yep, gotcha. Yeah, isn't that something? And they're amazing children. They are. They are so Absolutely. Amazing. They really, so, really are. They are, and they. Um, I have another friend who who has a daughter who has is on the spectrum, and for years and years and years, they said this child would never speak. Well, now not only does she speak, but a couple of years ago, she got the courage to go and be in a dance recital, hmm. and that was a breakthrough because when she did that, boy, she started speaking, and and she's growing up, and she's. She's she's opening up like a flower, and to watch that grow just melts my heart. Yeah, yeah, we see it all the time because we have monthly events at Band Together Pittsburgh. We see it just from 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 month to month how these young people their whole their whole spirit opens and their and their talent, their singing, and it's just it's just been amazing. Would it be Just fair to say that the, that the general public, when you say the word autism spectrum, the general public assumes, and we know what that word means, that they're mm-hmm. that they're idiots and that they can't get out of their own way and they have no sense and function. That's not true. Children that are labeled autistic are geniuses. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh. well, and then we have a hit. There- there, there's a history of musical, artistic, political geniuses that are, you know, years and years later, it was determined they were on the spectrum. Yeah, because yep. their intellect, their IQ is off the chart. I mean, yep. I mentioned my uh, my cousin TJ a lot. He he is mathematically, I mean, you know, the movie The Rain Man. Everybody knows that movie. Right. And it's, you know, from all assessments, I'm 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 not a a doctor or a therapist. I do play one on TV, by the way. No, that's a joke. Um, but I've, <laughs> by folks that are in the autism community that I know, you know, they've all confirmed that the Rain Man is really was accurately portrayed. Yep. And uh, my cousin TJ, man, I can throw numbers at him. We just had a big music festival, and he was our, he was the director and manager of our merchandise sales. And it wrapped up last night, 11 o'clock. This morning, TJ gave me a whole assessment. Uh, what we sold, what we didn't sell, what what the income was, uh, what we should do next year to change it. Uh, it's pretty damn amazing. And doesn't it just make pretty your amazing. heart sing? Oh, absolutely. But see, I'm, see, I don't look at it, I don't really look at it any differently. You know what I mean? I, I They're just, to me, they're part of my world. I don't look at them as have being on the spectrum. I mean, I know they're on the spectrum. Uh, but they're, but they're just, just our friends and their family, and we love them. And yeah, yeah, we don't walk around and say, hey, look, here, I'm with somebody that's autistic. You know, yeah. put a big A on their head. No, it's just... Um, and and that's what we did with my brother, even before it was the end thing to do. He was born in 52, and, of course, there were no resources. But to us, Stanley was just Stanley. He was never right. treated in differently we just who he was 
he was our brother. And right. when and there were five of us and when one of us got into a pickle, he was right there in the middle of it. Sometimes yep. he was the he was the lead in the middle of it. And and the same with my grandson. Yeah, we they're just our, they're just my grandsons. And they're my daughters yeah. and my son in law's children and they're loved and they know they're loved. Yep. That's all that yeah, you don't right. And they're accepted for who they are, where they are, and how they are. And they are gifted. Yep. Where have you been all my life, my friend? (laughs) Well, we're here right now. (laughs) We are. And and before this thing gets away from us, because it's going to, it goes by real fast. Will you come back? Because I've got so many more things to talk about, so many more songs to play. All right, I'll get a hold of John after the first of the year. But I want to play at least one more song, and I'm, it's going to be it's going to be the guest pick. Mm-hmm. I have two of them here. Not your kind of man and vices. Which one do you want me to play? Oh, not your kind of man. Vices really isn't a song. It's it's kind of a um, vices is spoken word over music. So I say not your kind of man because that's fun. You got yep. it, ladies and gentlemen. This Thank is you. off the chain. Your host, Yvonne Mason, with my host, the wonderful, wonderful, eclectic music artist, John Bento. And, yes, he, you heard it here first. He will be back. And we will be back in just a minute as we play Not Your Kind of Man, and we're going to talk about it. I can't change the way I am. artist John Beto, who is my guest tonight here on Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason. And John, you're right. That is a fun song. Uh, yeah. That was actually co-written by a young lady that left Pittsburgh and went to Nashville. Her name is Jessica Bitsora. We had worked with her since she was like 14 years old. And uh, she, two weeks before she was heading to college in Nashville, I said, you know, Jess, you've written a lot of songs, but you haven't done anything with an old guy like me. And uh, she whipped out some things, and then we brought it to David Granati, and it took some time, but uh, that's how it came about. And see, again, you keep paying your gift forward. 
because now a song she wrote is being heard on this show, which is being heard in 33-plus countries with 146-plus thousand listeners. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, you weren't I, expecting that, were you? No, I wasn't. And um, I'm glad to plug the people I work with because without them, I have nothing. I don't believe in that word, solo artist. Uh, there is no such thing. Even the great ones like the Springsteens and Dylans and, and the Rod Stewarts of the world, you know, the guys that I grew up on, even they're not solo artists because they're surrounded no. with musicians and engineers, right, and producers and record people. And so it takes it really takes a great team to, to, create, um, to create beautiful music. It, in fact, one of your songs that was number two in South Africa, New Mexico Way. Yeah. We will play it when we come back. Well, we are heard in South Africa. Oh, wonderful. I've told people this. I just performed on Saturday night, and when I introduced that song, I said, hey, we're number two in South Africa on independent radio, and they're like, you know, they think I'm full of you-know-what. <laughs> so no. I, no, you're not. Thank you for confirming that. <laughs> You are you are heard in South Africa on this station. In fact, when this show goes into archives, I have sent you a friend request on your page. Plus, I'm also following your your professional page. But I will okay. tell you and stuff on your page. And I want you to use these as a marketing tool. This is your show, my friend. You can use it anywhere you want to. Thank you. I will. I appreciate it. You can share and tag and do all that stuff, and I'm honored to be here with you. I do appreciate it. Well, you are quite welcome. The honor is all mine. I'm going to tell you because you, yeah, you're you're one of my new favorite singers. I'm sorry. And and this time next year, I'm going to see you up there in the in the top 100, vying for first, second, third place, getting awards. I see it in your future because <laughs> you that kind of electricity about you well thank you so much it's i'm very humbled by your kind comments and appreciative i only speak the truth but i only speak the facts all the artists that have been on my show no i only speak the facts and when i tell you you're going places you can put it in the bank because i've had uh, richard lynch on this show jamie parsons matt weston and and they all started climbing the charts after this show well thank you so much so, and we are five minutes out from the end of this show. Can you believe it? Wow. Time has flown. It's already been an hour? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it goes fast on this show because we're unscripted. We never know where the conversation is going to go. I love it. I love it. So what advice do you have for people in general Anyone with a dream out there, because people will be listening, and and people say, well, I, I would like to, but, and when I hear but behind it, to me, they're not committed. Yeah, well, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, I, I give the same advice all the time, especially in the area of, of music, and that is to be yourself and to be original in every way, shape, or form. And just don't let anybody derail you. We, we don't have time, but I could tell you stories when I started in music where bar owners and club owners paid me to stop singing. I had one guy <laughs> say, you are so bad, I'm going to pay you before you ruin my whole weekend. And by the way, he was right. He was right, you know. So if, if you have a dream and you want to create any kind of art, not just music, just don't quit. And don't compare yourself. Don't try to be somebody else. Be yourself, and 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 be, be just like tonight. Be humble. Every every person that I have on this show, I can honestly say, without exception, that the humbleness and the selflessness and the wanting to pay it forward comes through every time, and that's what makes all of y'all successful. Well, yeah, I, th I think I think it's very important. Humility is a beautiful trait, and the Lord said, "In weakness you have strength." And I think that's what humility is. That's that's when you back it down and you realize that 
you know, you don't have all the answers on your own. You're not uh, some kind of a superstar, you know. <clears throat> well, you just play all my fun. <laughs> I'm being facetious, John. Being facetious. I have a wicked sense of humor. <laughs> I like right. being being humble is really so important because our gifts are from God. We didn't we didn't create these gifts and crafts and talents. They were given to us and if we don't give the credit back to the creator, we may lose them. I couldn't agree more. What a fantastic evening. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, we will have another wonderful music artist, John McDonough, with us. So you want to join us at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And um, we will not have a show next week because I will be in, where will I be? I will be in Wichita, Kansas. I've traveled so much, I can't remember where I'm going next. Yeah, got to go to Wichita for a but the next week yes, we will we will be back with Larry J on Monday night the twenty seventh and Louise Kepi on the twenty eighth. So join us there and my partner in crime, my right arm, my left arm, my adopted son by another mother, Ian Bush should be back with us. He has been on hiatus to see his little daughter. So and John Vento will be coming back. I I'm, will be contacting Michael Silver. Michael, thank you so much once again for sending me an amazing artist. Am I right, John? I love Michael. He's been so he's he's been so supportive of me and the Needs Hotel Band and everything we do. And he's just a first class dude, man, in every way. Thank you, Michael. He, he is a first class dude. And I started Michael and I started together when he started gathering up his flock of artists and we've been I had this show running for five years and then I I cut it off after my husband died and when I started bringing it back he's sending me all these but I'm saying let's get them going let's get them on here so he's been right by Mm -hmm. my side so Michael thank you I will contact you and get John back on the show ladies and gentlemen I want to thank John for being here tonight it's an honor as always We will see you again tomorrow night here on Off the Chain. I am your host, Yvonne Mason, with music artist John Vento. And, yes, you may go and check him out. Download his music. Send him emails. Follow him on Facebook. We want to see more of this young man. John, thank you again, my friend. Thank you, Yvonne. Thank you so much for being so kind. Uh, My pleasure. Thank you for spending an hour with me. Especially on a holiday. Well, I really appreciate it. I was excited to get to meet you tonight, so I can't thank you enough. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, John. Good night, my friend. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.